Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Um, I want to pick up where we left off, and I want to take my time. So go to Hebrews 10.23, and, you know, King James is great, and... Uh, this is really strong, man. So I, I want you to kind of like pull this in because this is, you got to think about this because this, this is really good. You know, let us hold, now, now this, this is, this is like, this to me is, okay, pay attention stuff. You know what I mean? Hold fast the profession, but what do we say? It's confession. Okay, because that word profess means confess. That's you could study that out. Just trust me. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. So right there, stop. How do we know to stop? He is faithful that promise. So we know God's faithful. Okay? Now, come back around. Don't waver with your confession of faith. See it? So hold fast. Lose profession, because that word translates over confession. Profess is to say, confess makes it sound simpler. Let us hold fast the confession of faith without stopping. No wavering. But I don't see it. This is where everybody loses it. You waver in saying what God says. You waver in saying what God said. You waver in everything that has to do with this because why? You're not holding fast your confession of faith. Say it when you can't see it. Say it when you don't understand it. Say it when it looks like the world's against it. Don't stop saying it, okay? So we got to go over this theme of confession. How did they even arrive at this question? You know what I mean? Like, Hold fast. Why? Because confession means saying the same thing as God. That's what it means. So basically, my and your confession of faith is saying the same thing with our mouth as God says in his word. Okay, we're going to go slow over that. I want you to get that. So the confession then of faith is me and you saying the same with our mouth as God says in his word. It's making the words of our mouth agree with the written word of God in every point. That's huge. Huge. Because if you're not allowing the word of God to be in your confession and not let it go, then your flesh is going to get in there and you're going to have problems. So confession is complete agreement in the word of God in every area of your life. That's what it is. So your confession connected to God's word is complete agreement. That's where it needs to be. That, that, now, you got, now you just got to sit there for a minute and go, what did he say? Confession... Our confessor 
comes closer and closer to complete agreement with the word of God in every area of our life as long as we keep constantly making confession of God's word. Okay? So here's the deal. We, through confession, are linked to Jesus as our high priest. This is very important. So that's big. Because what he was saying in Hebrews is this. Jesus is the <clears throat> excuse me, high priest over our confession. So it means he can only make come to pass what we say. So this is what happens. Jesus, our high priest, okay, which is one of the main themes of Hebrews, Jesus being our high priest in heaven, he's there on my and your behalf in the presence of God, the Father, to represent us, to present our petitions, to intercede on our behalf, and to make good every right confession that we make. That's Jesus' present-day ministry. Now I want to talk about that. Jesus' present-day ministry, his ministry in the earth is over. He has a ministry in heaven. What is the present-day ministry of Jesus? High priest over your life. What does his high priest duty entail? Being the high priest over our confession. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Now, you know me, man. I'm shooting it straight. I'm, I'm good at this, so don't bust my chops. You know what I mean? Like, they, Pastor Chris, look at Hebrews 3.1. Just do what I'm telling you. You know what I mean? I'm so funny, right? Didn't they see it on our behalf? Look at Hebrews 3.1. Wherefore, holy brethren, yeah, partakers of the heavenly calling, Consider the apostle and high priest of our, same word, what? Profession, which is what? Confession, Jesus Christ. So what is that, what is Jesus, what is Jesus' present day ministry? And consider Jesus who is the apostle and high priest of our confession. What's that mean? What do you mean? He's there on our behalf in the presence of God the Father to represent us, to present our petitions, intercede on our behalf, and make what? Good on every right confession we make. That's what he's doing. So what is he going to make come to pass if you ain't saying nothing? I'm not praying that he ain't saying nothing. Okay, look, I'm going to help you here because I, I love you, right? Go, you, you, you just go slow. Hebrews 3, 1 is simple, okay? Now, I want to show you something here because this is going to help you. Okay? Okay, because this is the big thing. Because somebody's like, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Your high priest of your what? Confession. Now, I'm, I'm pulling this up in the, uh, okay? 
So now, what does that mean to be the high priest of your confession? That means he empowers what you say to come to pass. That's all it is. Okay? So, if we don't say anything, he can't produce nothing. So now you got now you got that going. Okay? So I know you're going to say to me, I got more for you, okay? Jesus is the high priest of our confession. Got you. So I got to be saying that. In other words, it's our confession that enlists his ministry on our behalf as our high priest. So he can't be priest over what you don't talk about and what you don't hang on to. If we make the right confession, Jesus is obligated in his internal faithfulness to see that the confession is made good, as long as it lines up biblically. Woo! Tell me that ain't supernatural, man. But if we fail to make the right confession, or if we make no confession at all, we silence the lips of our high priest. We give him no opportunity to minister as high priest on our behalf. So what, what, and how, how, come on, how important is your confession, man? This is so good. The world needs to hear this, man. This is why, this is why you got to share this stuff. Dude, look, I, I don't want to say this weird. You know, because sometimes you can, people could take it the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, who do you think you are? I didn't know this stuff, bro. So you're over here useless in the earth because you ain't saying what God says, and you want to know why things ain't changing. This is the law. I'm going to show you more. Are you getting it? So I'm going to say it again. I really want you guys to so share this stuff. If you love people, you better share it. Call your friends. Say, go watch Pastor Chris. You got to hear this stuff he's talking about. I'm telling you the truth. If we fail, I'm going to say it again. <clears throat> if we fail to make the right confession, or if we make no confession at all, we silence the lips of our high priest. Uh, a priest is a mediator. If you don't bring something from the mediate, he ain't doing nothing on your behalf. He can't. He needs words. That's why praying in tongues is so important. He's getting the words. And if the church could ever get this, what good is me praying in tongues? He needs words. What do you think tongues is? It's words. Words we don't understand. That's why we're making super interceding because when you don't know what you're saying, it's pure. you just pure God words. We give him no opportunity to minister as high priest on our behalf if he don't give us confession. So you see the tremendous importance in this thing? So what I'm saying is, hold fast your confession. Don't waver. Because if you say it, he can do it. Look at Hebrews 4.14. It makes more sense. Man, this stuff reads tight, man. 
I told you, what did I tell you? Don't interpret the Bible. The Bible what? Interprets itself. <clears throat> Seeing then, this is a whole different scripture. This ain't, this ain't Hebrews 10. This ain't Hebrews 3. It's Hebrews 4. Seeing then, we have what? Here we go again. He passed in the heavens. He's telling you again. Seeing then we have this great high priest, Jesus, who passed into the heavens, the Son of God, let us what? Hold fast our what? Confession. Now, now 14, you, you, in, you in water here now. Now you get in this water over here. This whole different water now. Because everybody likes this, but they want to leave pieces out. Okay? Okay? Right? Now go to 15. For we have not a high priest, Jesus, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our weaknesses, our infirmities. He goes, he knows what you're going through. Only guy who does. But was in all points, tempted like as we are, yet without sin. All works together. Watch 16. Let us, therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace. That's where he's at. Jesus is right at that throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and grace to help in the time of need. You ain't going to get no mercy. You ain't going to get no grace. And you ain't going to get no help. If you don't bring that word back to him, you have to rough it out. So Jesus is like, look, you got to hold fast that word. I don't know what's going on. None of us know what's going on. You just got to hang on. Now watch this. I like this part, right? This part got me, bro. But before I go there, I get excited, right? Because I like that back end without wavering. That thing got me. That's why I started. This is why I did this two-day summit. Guys, without wavering, I'm wavering, man. I'm wavering in my confession. Yeah, no, duh, because you ain't seeing nothing happen in there. I'm so shot out, bro. Bro, I am so shot out right now. I told Pastor Liz, I said, I don't have the ability not to believe. I don't even know what doubt is. I can't find doubt. It's the greatest feeling in the world. Because I like, I said, oh, I got it now, bro. No wavering. Waver? Nah. Nah. I'm so happy. Why? I don't have no wavering in me, man. I can't waver. It's a great place to get to, but you got to hold fast your confession, man. I've been doing this since January. So that's January, February, March, April. That's almost four months. I ain't let it go. Nope. I ain't letting it to go the rest of my life. You realize this. If you're not paying attention, you start wavering. Well, you know, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't care if I see it. I'm still saying it. I don't see nothing changing, brother. I don't care if I see Jesus Christ walk. If Jesus Christ walked through the wall and told me he ain't going to do it, I'm being honest, all respect, I say, you doing it, bro. 
Sorry, you might think you ain't doing it, but I promise you, you are. Why? Because I ain't not saying what I said, and you are the high priest of my confession, and you will, or you are for me, you are not against me. So you might think this ain't going down, but trust me, it's going down the way I say it. Oh my God, you sacrilegious thing, you. No, I'm shot out in truth. Once you get a river, this is what I'm trying to tell you. This is why you go to this church. This is why you partner with me. This is why you stay connected with me. Why? You don't have to get it. Just ride my stuff. I'm there. I'm there. This is not hypothetically me figuring out. I'm already there. I can only give you what I've manifested in my own life. Take it. So no, man, Pastor Chris is right. He's the confessor. He's the confessor. Uh, um, I should say it like this. You're the confessor, and he's the high priest of your confession. What have you been confessing? I'm broke. I'm sick. That man ain't no good. Blah, blah, blah. That wife of mine, she's a ball and chain. Blah, 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 You can't get on that junk. You don't want that junk. Stop talking like a, like a, like a, like a fruit loop and cut it out. Start talking like people of God. Fruit Loop Christianity. I don't like Fruit Loops, you. Gigi likes them. I don't like it. I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's good cereal, bro. That might be my favorite cereal. I don't eat a lot of cereal. I should start eating cereal. I think I'm going to eat some cereal today. You see again? Jesus keeps talking about this high priest and immediately goes to confession. That's the present day ministry of Jesus. He's just sitting around waiting for words. Oh, my God. This is his ministry on the behalf of us. He's pushing for you to make the right. Confess, hold fast. We got, we got it. We must not change what we're saying according to the word of God. We got to keep saying the right thing. We got to keep making the right words come out of your mouth. Over and over and over and over and over, no matter what. Now, this thing got me, that, that Hebrews 10, 23. Hold fast your confession of faith without wavering. All that without wavering got me. I started thinking about James. He who wavers like a waver to see. This guy's all jacked up. Notice the word without wavering. Forget about him who is faithful at his promise. We know God is faithful to that promise. I, that's not my problem. My problem is I might waver. Well, why? Now watch this. Now I'm going to give you a strategy here. Notice he added without wavering. So if you look at this thing in correct order, we start understanding confession has stages. Now, write these down. First, we make the confession. Now, without confession, you ain't getting none. I don't have it. You ain't got it because you ain't said it. Now, I'm going to tell you right here now, 90% of Christianity just got blown out of the water with that because their people ain't asking God, man. Confessing the word of God. The, you know, one of the things we call Christianity is the great confession. Wow. I'm telling you, man, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wrap this in a pack. I'm going to preach this all over again. And I'm going to preach this. I'm going to preach this in the next couple of weeks. I got like trust in God. But I think right after that, 
I'm feeling this, man. I'm going to come right in this thing. Because I got that series, Law of Confession. It's phenomenal. This stuff right here will mess you up. I might talk about the present-day ministry of Jesus and add some of this in here. So that's why you guys got to pray for me so I can be led. I confess every day that I'm led to lead you right. Because you think I know what I'm doing? I'm a work in progress, baby. Come on, somebody. Shake and bake. I'm telling you, it's a work in progress. So we got to, one, make the confession. Second, after we made it, hold fast and don't change saying what you said. And third, don't waver. Why do you think he added wavering? What does it mean, right? Like, I, was, I thought about it, like, I got it. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith. Why you got to put without wavering in there? Well, because we got an opportunity to waver. We're all same thing. We're wavering. I know what it implies. It implies this, that after I have made the right confession, we are going to encounter negative forces and pressure that will come against that confession. That's what I found out. How about you? And even though we're making the right confession and we're holding fast, there's going to come a time when pressure is increased and it seems like every force of darkness has been turned loose against what I said. And the temptation within that is to do what? Let go of my confession. But what did the writer of Hebrews say? Don't let go, hold fast. Baby, you got the answers before you take the test. Come on, man. Now, now watch this. The worst, I don't care how messed up the situation is, I don't care how great the problem is. I don't know how much pressure you got to walk through. The more important thing to do is hold fast without wavering. Why? Because God, who promised, is faithful. You can feel like you lost it. You lost sight of God. You don't know what he's doing. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's happening in the circumstance. But the scripture says he's faithful whether you see him, whether you don't see him, whether you understand, whether you don't understand. He is faithful. Hold fast your confession without wavering. He'll do his job as high priest. Woo! Now, why do we get in trouble? 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Oh, little 2 Corinthians 5, 7. You little, you little whippersnapper scripture. Some of you know what that one is, but some of you don't. So I'm going to let it be a mystery to you. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. There you go. There's the opposition. Faith has an opposition called sight. I don't see it. I don't feel it. I don't, blah, shut up. I don't, he, we, 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 blah, blah, blah. 
The natural man walks by sight. He trusts his senses. He believes only what he senses. He believes what his senses tell him. But Christianity, understand this. Spirit Christians, we don't trust our senses. We don't walk by sense. We walk by faith. Faith, I told you this, faith only relates to an unseen eternal realm where things don't change. So the world of the senses is always changing. It's temporary. It's unstable. It's, 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 um, it's unreliable because it could change. But through faith, we relate to a different world, a world of eternal things and e eternal realities. These things don't change. He's the same yesterday, didn't forever. That's why eternal truth, truth never, time, time never changes truth. Truth changes time. Hold fast with that way. As you relate to the word of faith, you're going you gonna to hold on to your, your confession. That's why Jesus ain't doing nothing new, bro. That's like, you know, these guys on, okay, yeah, yeah, something new. I get nervous I hear something new about God. Because God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, check this out, right? You ain't going to like this. This is, the, I call it the pressure test. You got to get the pressure test of confession. Pressure comes into our lives to determine whether we're trusting our senses or we're trusting faith. If you change your confession because of pressure, then you a sense person and not a faith person. Because faith don't change its confession just because pressure showed up. Faith doesn't rely on senses, and faith doesn't see all that natural nonsense as the outcome. It sees it as an obstacle and overcomes it through belief. I got a high priest who's unchangeable. This joker don't change. I could do I could do that. I could do that Hebrews thing for you so you can see this. Well, it, it'd probably be good. It's a it's a fresh course because I don't know who I got here. Look at Romans 4:19. Roman, everybody say Romans 4. Say Romans 4:19. And being not weak in faith. Ooh, come on, somebody. Now watch this. Abraham. Holding it, making, now this cat made and held the right confession. Took a little work, though. And without wavering. Okay? This is a good example. And being not weak in faith. Now, everybody say, see this. He wasn't weak in faith. Now, you got to hold this. Okay, you got to hold this because if you don't hold this, you're going to jack it up. You got to hold, hold it in the right tense. Okay? Okay, so watch this. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body dead, was about 100 years, right? Dead. Okay? So he didn't look at the senses. Okay? He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving God glory, and being fully persuaded that what, what 
he had promised, he was also able to perform. So watch this. Not being weak in faith. He didn't let senses, circumstances, and pressures change his confession. So you know, real faith faces the facts. That's what he did. Hey, she, her, he just told you. I, I can't have babies. Her womb shot out. That's a fact. But it didn't stop its confession because of facts. Woo! He said, I don't care about the facts. Let me tell you the truth. Come on. Abraham did not try to deceive himself. He didn't picture anything different from what it was. Because that's what happens. People are like, oh, it ain't there. Nah, 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 nah. My faith can chase the facts and change them with the truth. With his senses, he saw his body was good as dead. With his senses, he saw Sarah's womb was as good as dead. But he didn't trust his senses. He what? He trusts his confession of faith. Abraham is called the father of all those who believe, and we're exhorted to what? Follow the steps of Abraham's faith. So you see this? We're required to walk the same path of faith. We're required to lay hold of the promise of God, make our confession, hold fast to our confession with no wavering, and not be deterred by what our senses reveal, but to look beyond the senses and beyond the seen things into the unseen realm and see by faith our faithful high priest that's right there at the right hand of God making intercession for me and you. Now, you knew I was going here, right? Look at James 1.6. He, he, this joker broke down right here. Okay, okay, this, this is good stuff. But let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. There's that faith and waver. Faith and waver. Funny thing, how every time it seems like really important things about faith, having faith, confessing faith, there's always wavering. Don't you waver. Listen to what James said. Okay, he said, James said, Many Christians fail at this place. They make a confession, they hold it fast, but when the pressure builds up, they don't hold it without wavering. They let it go. He said, what'd he say? He said, for let not, verse seven, for let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Why is that? A, a double-minded man and is unstable in all his ways. He says, people that waver are unstable. There's the man who wavers. He says he gets tossed to and fro, blown about. Why? Because he got reason in there. Woo! So this is what happens. Starts to pray. Starts to believe. Starts holding fast but then starts wavering. He said, that man's tossed to and fro. 
He's about with, blown with the wind. The scripture says that man is not going to receive nothing from the Lord. Don't forfeit the blessings of God and lose the benefits of Jesus' ministry on your behalf because you waver. Hold fast the confession of faith without wavering. Man, I, there ain't no other way to do it. So let's look at this because that's a lot of word, man, but it's good word. Let's go back, and I'm going to wrap it up with this. I want you to see something here. Go back to Hebrews 10, 23. Just real slow, okay? And I'm, I'm going to give you the step-by-step -step way in the next couple minutes to not do this thing, okay? So here's a, okay. Let us hold fast the confession of faith without wavering, okay? So here's what it is. First step. You got to find that. You got to find that scripture connected to that promise. Okay, I got. I got you, Pastor. Okay. After you find that scripture connected to that promise, okay, I'm here. I find the scripture connected to the promise. Once I find it, I confess it. Okay. Now, when I start confessing it, confessing it. When do I stop? You don't. Some of these things you don't stop saying until you see them manifest in the earth. And then you move on. You got to keep a lot of projects going at the same time, though, because you ain't going to wait on one of them. Because I don't know what some of these things are on. Isaac was on a timeline. You know what I mean? I don't know if he sped him up or, you know, I, I don't I, I, I tell you one thing. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. You know, I knew it took nine months. You know what I'm saying right there for some of it. But they say it was like, you know, Whatever. I don't know if it's 20 years, 20 days, or 20 minutes. I don't care. When you know, you know the guy that gave it to you is faithful, why would you stop saying it? So until you see it, don't stop saying it physically. After you got the scripture, you hold fast your confession. After you hold fast your confession, you don't waver from that confession. You constantly, consistently keep saying the same thing that God said because you know what God said. He's faithful to true to come. Be careful of the wavering, because it's in the wavering where we lose the opportunity for our high priest to work on our behalf. That today, right there, you go back, watch this over and over and over, and allow these powerful truths to transform your life. And I promise you, never be the same again. Because that right there will give you revelation knowledge of why your confession is so important. Let me pray for you. I'm telling you guys, this is how you do it. Father, I thank you for these guys tonight. I thank you, Lord, they have eyes to see, ears to hear hearts that are open, minds that are clear. Let them receive this message today louder and greater than ever before. Let them understand that the holding fast of their confession is the key to them seeing their confession come to pass in the earth. And I thank you, Father, for watching over them, keeping them, blessing them, and put a guard over their mouth that they only say, let the meditation of their heart and mind be pleasing to you, and let their confession in their mouth be fruitful, producing opportunities for them in everything they do. Bless them, keep them, watch over there, be them for them. And Father, I thank you for releasing them into the ability that you have for them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Listen, guys, I love you. I believe in you. I'm expecting great things for you. I want you to have a supernatural season with confession and keeping your faith and not wavering and seeing God move. I know he's gonna move on your behalf. 
I'm expecting him to move on your behalf. And I want you to know this. Man, when you start putting these truths together forever, your whole future is going to change. Amen. I love you. I'll see you Sunday, 9 and 1030, right here at Relevant Church. God bless. Thanks for joining the summit. Thanks for sharing it. Thanks for being a part of what we're doing here at Relevant Church. Love you. See you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.